NBA Odds Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get in all your college basketball and NBA action. Use promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com SGP. We're also brought to you by Simply Safe, the leader in home security. Go to simplysafe.com SGP today to get your free shipping order plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com SGP to save on home security today. S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight is the fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet. If you use promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's monkeyknifefight.com, promo code SGP. Welcome to NBA Odds Pod. I am your host, Ryan McKee. I'm also the editor of sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Go there to get fl- uh, plenty of free content, all the free picks and uh, articles you need. Well, a lot of what other people charge for, we, we just give it to you. We're like uh, the Costco of gambling. And today I have uh, one of... My oldest friends from Los Angeles met him way back in what maybe 14 years ago doing open mics around the LA area. Uh, a true degenerate in every sense of the word. <laughs> Please give it up for Mr. Scott Bowser. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking about this. Uh, you were like the first like friend I met at an open mic. Really? Yeah, like I didn't really know many other comics, but you're the first person I like I independently met at a mic and developed a friendship with. That's right. Alcoholism recommend, <laughs> recognizes alcoholism. Game recognizes yeah. game, baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> but now, now I live out here in Las Vegas, which yeah. is, uh, oh man. Yeah, how long have you lived in Vegas now? Uh, it'll be a year in, in late in May. I moved out here May 22nd, I believe, was the my move-in day here. Oh, great. Okay, and, and I, so, I, I I like it. It's it's a it's a change of pace of li- lifestyle. Yeah, but I dig it. I dig it. Absolutely, you you moved out there with your your lady friend. Yes, my my longtime girlfriend. Uh, be eight years here in uh, coming up. So wow, you yeah, able, you're you're able to uh, move to Vegas with her and not put a ring on it. That's true. Yeah, I mean, we can do that any time here. You know, <laughs> literally. I'm surprised you haven't just gotten blackout drunk and already done it. I'm surprised too, actually. I mean, I realize that she, we've been together basically now like 20 percent of my life. All right, so you've lived in Vegas a while, and we are going to get to uh, Bowser's Vegas tips later in this episode. If oh you, yeah, baby. If you want to go hang out in Las Vegas like a true local. Uh, you're gonna want Bowser's tips. Um, give us a preview. What, what's what's some of your favorite sports books to hang out at? I really like the Suncoast sports book at the Suncoast Hotel and Casino. Uh, it's like about five ten minutes from my pad over here in Summerlin, which is like West Vegas. Kind of live in like the well, I live in like Summerlin adjacent, but it's like kind of the Brentwood 
of Ooh. Las Vegas compared to because there's all the golf courses and stuff here. This is where like the PGA uh, TPC courses over. So uh, OJ lives actually in like 10 minutes from me up the street. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's yeah. going real well for you. I, f- I actually figured out where OJ lives recently because <laughs> like I saw because he does those Twitter videos. OK. And I, I saw him like and it was it just snowed like over the weekend. And he was like showing the snow off. And I was like, wait, that's the mountain like right here. I go outside and like onto my little road in front of my my condo. And sure enough, I can see the exact mountain from OJ's video. Holy and then, cow. You share he, a mountain view with OJ. <laughs> and then I could tell like where he was had these like a little skinny lake in his backyard kind of thing. And I and I realized I was like, oh, there's those golf course communities over there that have the little lakes. Mm-hmm. I looked up in Google Maps and immediately found where like so I, I pinpointed to one of three little mini lakes in the, in the same neighborhood that OJ lives off of. <laughs> But you've never seen him at the sports book, unfortunately. I take no, it. I haven't. I, and I keep waiting. I keep because, like, the Albertsons that I go to would be his Albertsons too. <laughs> so I keep waiting to see him in like the deli section or something. Like, I was I was just there yesterday. I was like, please see OJ. Please see OJ. Do you have an uh, idea of what you're going to say to him when you see him? I'm going to ask him to do. Uh, I'm going to ask to produce a podcast for him. Oh wow! And I'm going to. And What's here's my pitch? angle on. I'm going to be like, dude. You're you really know fantasy football. Yeah, we won't we won't mention anything else in your life. This the show will only be you giving fantasy football picks, and it'll be the most downloaded podcast in the world. Because <laughs> we'll tease it every time, like he's gonna admit to it. What is it like the the juices fantasy squeeze or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's perfect. You're you're a co-producer. Now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Okay, was, well. <laughs> what's funny too is I didn't realize that he lived up the street when I first moved here. And my going away present from Sean and Sean Green, yep. host of the Gambling Sports Gambling Podcast. Yep, we're aware of my him. going away present from him and his wife Tess was they got me and my girlfriend a trip on the OJ tour. Where they drive you around a white Ford Bronco around Brentwood. Oh, and they wow. take you to all the locations. And since you live in LA, I strongly suggest you and the wife go check that out sometime. Yeah, it's pretty romantic. Fact, I think I can get you a promo code and I'll talk to Aaron, the guy. He's great. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just missed Valentine's Day. That would have been perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My wife does like true crime. I think like every wife in America these yeah, days. No, so it, it, yes. <laughs> she might actually like that. Um, it's a lot of fun. The guy, the guy, the guy grew up and he went to school with like OJ's kids and stuff. So, I mean, he really knows the area and the details of it all really. It's it's great. All right. Well, let's get into some NBA talk, although I, I do appreciate all the weird rabbit holes you're going to take us down. Um, <laughs> and now, uh, so we like to start off most episodes with previewing upcoming matchups where we think there is going to be value. Uh, it is Monday right now. We're going to drop this on Tuesday. So we don't have odds for the games yet. Uh, games come back on Thursday after All-Star break. And the first game I am going to recommend is Brooklyn Nets at the 76ers on Thursday. So uh, I got to say, I'm all in on the 76ers at home, especially coming off of this much rest and especially after uh, Embiid and Simmons had to answer a ton of questions all over All-Star Weekend about what is wrong <laughs> with their team. And they both had to pledge their allegiance to each other time and time again and that they'll play harder. So I can't imagine them coming off this long break 
playing at home when they are 25 and 2 straight up at home and 14 and 11 against the spread on the season. They play way better at home. I don't know. What do you think, Scott? What do you got on this? Uh, I, I mean, I'm expecting this line to be around six, six and a half or so, maybe yep. even up to eight. Uh, I could see it around eight or even higher. Yeah, yeah, possibly even higher. Uh, like you said, they're coming off that rest, and the Sixers have been amazing at home this year. I mean, yep. they are no joke. They're garbage on the road, but they are no joke at home. Or I think you might get really good value on this is doing the first half line. Oh, yeah. If you can if you can get the first half and like that, it may be even high as like five points. You know, I think they're going to come out really strong and really look to make a statement. Yep. And uh, that is yeah, if Embiid doesn't get out of shape in four days, which is totally <laughs> yeah, possible. He, it's very possible. I did love how Embiid uh, over the All-Star break, that, since with the team captain format of the All-Star game, they're mm. on separate teams or we're not used to that in All-Star games of teammates in the NBA being on separate All-Star teams. And uh, I love how they have like, if you're guarding Simmons, what are you going to do? And he's just like, oh, I'll just let him shoot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, that is so classic. But like, yeah, you know, I, I think they're a tough matchup. I think you can get really good first half or even first quarter value. Yeah. If, if it like, you know, maybe I would go as high as three and a half points for a first quarter line on that. I, I feel like that's a pretty good insight. Yeah. I mean, I will say that we're not sure yet whether Kyrie is going to be playing or not. Um, They were actually playing pretty, you know, after not playing very well with him and then playing well without him and then him coming back, they're actually playing pretty well with him. They were seven and three straight up before the break. I don't know. Does it make much of a difference if Kyrie is playing or not to you? Not really. I mean, uh, like you said, uh, they've done, and this is a team that was kind of on the up last year. I know the record doesn't really reflect it, before Durant and Kyrie decided to sign with them the offseason, you could tell the infrastructure was in place there. They were mm-hmm. starting to put the building, young building blocks in the right spots. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think they could be really dangerous next year, like really dangerous next year. But yeah, with, as far as this particular game goes, I don't think it makes that big of a difference. I think Philly's going to look to make a statement at home no matter who they're playing. Like if they're playing Boston or Toronto, yeah. it'll be the same kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't see them setting this line high enough to where I wouldn't take the 76ers. Next game I am going to mention is the Pelicans at the Trailblazers on Friday. Uh, a couple of things off the top to watch out for. Is Damian Lillard going to have a healthy groin for this? I mean, you imagine <laughs> you imagine he would be. It didn't seem like a serious injury, but he did decide to sit out the entire all-star weekend for oh, oh no don't say that he did not sit out the entire all-star weekend he gave us a kendall roy performance oh. <laughs> on saturday night that's before right for the dunk contest how could i forget uh maybe that's what he maybe he doesn't even have a hurt groin he just wanted to focus on his music over i think he wanted to focus on his music over the weekend so that's why i'm in fade blazers mode all over this weekend. okay <laughs> yeah, damian lillard would rather do a, a, a Truly a bad, it was a bad performance. Like, I, it, I'm not saying I'm a better rapper, but I have a history of performance in my lifetime. Yes. You're <laughs> saying that you could perform better than Damian I'm Lillard. A better, I'm a better uh, entertainer than Damian Lillard. What is your rap name? Uh, King Koopa, because my last name is Bowser, you know, like whole Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah, there you go. I mean, you had that right off the tip of your tongue. I love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so we're going to fade the Blazers based off of Damian Lillard's performance. Uh, I I don't hate that. You might expect 
the sports books to bump this spread a little high in favor of uh, the Pelicans based on everybody wants to bet Zion right now. Everybody's got yeah, Zion fever. It's like he's like a Hansel in Zoolander. Zion's so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I mean, he is a flying bowling ball, but man, he is uh, on fire. I, if you would have told me 20 years ago the hottest rookie phenom on the planet is going to be a 6'6", 285-pound power forward center, yeah, I'd picture like Oliver Miller from the old, like the old Suns in my oh, head, yeah. you know, I, like big, one of my favorite I mean? players of all time. <laughs> yeah, like like the he has a huge wide body. He made Charles Barkley look skinny. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But like Zion is just a chiseled Adonis. This guy is ripped. I've never seen a specimen like him. Like I hate to say specimen because that's like almost like inhumanizes him in a way. But like he really is a physical specimen. There's like there's no other way to describe it. And like as he develops his outside, like who knew he had this outside shot? That's the thing that's really impressing me with him. So, but yeah, I think the hype's going to drive that up. I mean, can you imagine being Hassan Whiteside and being what near seven feet since he was like in high school and just being used to being able to grab every rebound and suddenly this like six foot five round little guy (laughs) just past you. Yeah. It has to be just like really hurt your confidence. Cause I think as it goes forward, they're going to play him more at center. Yeah. And like kind of do that. He's a great small ball and like, that's a dangerous mismatch for a lot of these centers in the league right now. Yeah. Because they're, they can't cover him. Like, there's no way. Yeah. And the Pelicans, you know, they've been on fire since he's come back. And just this season, the Trailblazers are 0-3 against the Pelicans straight up and against the spread. They played the first two games without Zion. Um but the last game that they played on February 11th that was in New Orleans, uh, the Blazers gave up 138 points. Whoa. Yeah, they're not a great defensive team. Um, they have to outscore no. you. But if they're giving up 138 points, you're not going to win a lot of those games. No, no. And like, that's where uh, I think New Orleans has like a future going forward. Because like, in addition to Zion with Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram – they're a bunch of lanky, long-arm defender. You know, yeah. like maybe they're not the best defensive team, but when you have a bunch of guys with long arms, you make things a little bit more difficult every possession. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and New Orleans, uh, since he's been, I think he hasn't played twenty games quite yet, but in the last twenty games, they're thirteen six and one against the spread. So, um, I like. The Pelicans in the second half of the season a lot. I like them to take the eight seed from Memphis, um, and I think they're going to start off with a bang against the Trailblazers. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think Memphis. I mean, uh, New Orleans is a team on the rise here, where I, I have them sneaking in there and, and snagging that last playoff spot too. Uh, which we're going to talk about Rookie of the Year a little in a little bit, but I do think that Rookie of the Year race might come down to who gets that final playoff spot between Jaw and Zion. Yeah, as I was doing my research, I uh, came to the same conclusion, and I don't think there it would be a more fun playoff matchup than Zion against LeBron. Yeah, I know. Round one, like <laughs> I mean, nobody that, nobody gets excited about one and eight matchups, but no, this is actually that, one that everybody's going to watch. That's and it, when you think about too, like just the, like the storyline of it, or the Anthony Davis trade kind of built the backbone of this politics. Yeah. Like the backbone of a team that Anthony Davis always wanted to have around him. Yeah, Zion now gets because they traded him. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know and, so much bad blood between those teams and uh, yeah. Brandon Ingram and Lonzo and, both playing a lot better since they've been traded, and even Josh Hart playing 
pretty great yeah. this season. And I mean, I think Josh Hart was like the kind of the missing ingredient of that, or like this, the secret weapon of that trade. Where okay. He wasn't really talked about as much as the other ones, but I, like, he's that's a very good player. That's three it's very good players. And very, the, very solid bench player. Yeah. And they have all these Lakers draft picks going forward. Right now, it doesn't look like it's going to be good, but let's say Davis and LeBron are hurt next year or the year after when they have one of these future draft picks. Uh, all of a sudden, that's a score for New Orleans as they, they build this team around Zion going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then I'll be back with our last preview game. Okay, if you want to bet on the games that we just talked about, you need to go over to mybookie.ag. MyBookie's got it all, from the NBA to college basketball to Premier League, even the XFL. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. Uh, And if you use... Bitcoin, which I do, you can get your payout even faster with no service fee. I actually just uh, took out some money today. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you've got a couple of big favorites this week. Parlay Wagers lets you bet multiple games together, and if they come through, you'll win big. My bo- my bookie has the most lines and better odds for the player than any sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to one thousand dollars. That means if you deposit two thousand dollars, you can earn an extra one thousand dollars in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP and get your extra cash from mybookie.ag. Bet, win, and get paid at my bookie. All right, and I'm back with Bowser. All right, the last game I had on my list. You did, you said you didn't have any games on your list, right? You were just gonna no, no. I was way in on mine. You, yeah. All right. Um, okay, so I wanted to. Speaking of the Lakers, um, Grizzlies at the Lakers on Friday. Uh, the last time these teams played was on uh, December 23rd. And the Lakers were giving up eight points to the Grizzlies in Memphis and only ended up winning the game by one point. Now, this was, I think, before all the teams in the league were seeing Memphis as this true playoff contender or contender for the playoffs. Um, and maybe the Lakers were kind of looking past them. Maybe they were already looking to their uh, the, their Christmas matchup against the Clippers. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. What do you see the line being set at? Grizzlies at Lakers on Friday, Scott. It's probably going to be the double digits. Yeah. And and for that reason, also, I would consider taking the Grizzlies. So so would I. And I, also, I've had horrible luck this year betting on Laker games. Okay. Actually, I, I've done a good job when I've gone against them. I took the Clippers on Christmas Day. Yeah. I took the Clippers on opening night, too. I, I, for some reason, the Lakers lose every time I bet them. And even no matter how big of a favorite they are. Yeah. Uh, so... Like if it's in the double digits, you might as well like like you might as well go with Memphis because they do have a good young team. I think Brandon Clark might be the most underrated rookie this year. Oh, I'm surprised right. he wasn't on that rookie of the year odds list that I was looking at earlier. Well, I mean, he, he's not going to get any no. rookie of the year odds with uh, being on the same team as John Morant. I mean, he's not no. even really starting most of the games, but he's been a great great piece for where they got him in the draft. I think that he's going to end up making like second team all rookie. I think that's a fair. Yeah, maybe even maybe even first team all rookie, depending on how he finishes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I think that's a good uh, good insight there. Yeah, but I mean the Grizzlies have just been the total surprise of this season. Um, you know, people keep expecting the Grizzlies to come back down to earth, yet they're eight and two straight up, 
and against the spread in their last 10 games. No, so, these guys aren't a joke. Jaron Jackson Jr. is the real deal, man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, everybody, John Morant gets all the attention right now, but Jaron, like, Jaron Jackson Jr., really, like, that's a special combo they have going forward. Oh, absolutely. And the way he's improved his outside shot and his three pointers, like, yeah, they you know, six really eleven dangerous. guy that shoots like that. Oh my god. Yeah, and it's great because teams that don't have a big center that they can play uh, Valanciunas and just like do. Uh, screen and rolls with Valanciunas and John Morant like all day and nobody's going to stop him. Now against this Lakers team, you can't do that. But the Grizzlies have a great small ball lineup with Brandon Clark and uh, Triple J at the four and five. If you go in with uh, Dylan Brooks too and then the end of three, I mean, he's a sniper. Yeah, I mean, that's, he, just that, got that's a... he just got paid but with an extension too. So Yeah, I mean, they can space the floor. And when you when you have a guy like John Morant and you can space the floor with all those shooters, like a bit like especially a big guy like Jaron Jackson, where that's creating such a crazy matchup. But like, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Where I, like if I had to put money on what are the two teams that are going to win the most championships in the next decade? Okay, I'm look I'm looking at New Orleans and Memphis because yeah. they both have these young lineups with young superstars, and they're in these kind of weird markets where. I could see these guys wanting to stick around and play together in those places. I don't know. I get, I mean, theoretically, it, uh, traditionally, these smaller markets have had trouble keeping their stars, keeping their teams. But like, I could see why a team would guys would want rather want to say in Memphis or New Orleans versus Oklahoma City. Yeah, that's true. And and like, I, I think there's a little bit more nightlife and whatnot. Like, you have the cool music scenes in both places. Yeah, like there, there's there's kind of something happening there, and especially a place like Memphis, where you're the only pro game in town. That's they don't true. also have. A, they don't also have an NBA. But they have NFL a great. Team they've shown with that grit and grind. Uh, those grit and grind teams that have great fan base. Yeah, and so I'm looking at those two, and like, but also they position themselves well, where they have this young foundations, and they both have future draft picks coming in yeah. from trades they've made to get in these positions. Yeah. So it's like, hey, like with both these teams, maybe they're not going to use those draft picks to try and like supplement the roster. Maybe they're going to use that in a package to trade for an established star and really make a run one of these years. Yeah, I could totally see. I, I mean, I think those are both great picks of, of teams going forward that I'd like to win championships in the next 10 years. I think Dallas would be in there with uh, Luka Yeah, with, Lu- well. with Luka and Kristaps. I mean, that, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, I, I, but yeah, I don't think those are good picks. And I, I really like what they did, uh, what the Grizzlies did at trade deadline, um, getting rid of Jay Crowder, who I think was really good for them. But uh, they actually turned him into Justice Winslow, which yeah. I think is even... <laughs> you know, a younger guy on the same timeline as yeah. the rest of that team and who has been really good when he's been healthy. I'm not sure when he'll be back. Um, I, I read a couple of things saying he might be back, uh, you know, after the all-star break, but um, we'll see. I don't know. I, I, there's no reason for them to rush him back, I suppose. And I don't think this is an either or situation with New Orleans and Memphis for that eight spot. I, I can honestly see them ending up in seven and eight. Like I could see both these. Teams I don't. Getting, I don't see them knocking off OKC. I, I wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me. Okay. I feel like I, I feel like both those teams. OKC has well, been playing awesome. They have, but like you said, okay, Memphis got upgraded at the deadline, and technically New Orleans has upgraded recently with adding Zion, where he hasn't been there all year. Yeah. So they're a different team going forward than what we have seen so far consistently. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to use that winning percentage as a barometer for what they're going to do going going forward. I don't know if the Grizzlies got better for this season, 
by getting rid of Crowder. I mean, I don't think it really hurts them that much. I mean, Kyle Anderson taking Crowder's starting slot um, probably won't change a whole lot. But I don't know if Justice Winslow will give him much this season, but certainly going forward. Yeah, I, I think, he, if anything, he provides a solid defender. And when you're trying to make a def- uh, playoff run, the more guys you have that can play defense on your bench, the better. Yeah. Okay, so uh, picking this game real quick. If it's in, if the spread's in double digits, are we both taking the Grizzlies? Yeah, absolutely. But anything under double digits, I'm leaning Lakers. But that means that's a kiss of death. So take Grizzlies <laughs> money line. <laughs> uh, okay, so we are going to get into our futures. Uh, I'm going to do another quick ad read and be right back. Have you ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com SGP. Okay, we are back with Mr. Bowser, and we are going to talk about some futures right now. We have a Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and Most Improved Player of the Year. Uh, we found odds for all of these. I would say that you could shop around a little bit and find different odds than what we're going to read out. But um, yeah, these are pretty consistent with what I'm seeing in different books. We're going to start with Defensive Player of the Year. The odds I have, Anthony Davis minus 290, Rudy Gobert at plus 310, Giannis at plus 650, Ben Simmons at 17 to 1, and Joel Embiid also at 17 to 1. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Scott? Well, the way I'm looking at this is I'm taking these three awards here, and I'm looking like I want to handicap all three of them. Obviously, I want to win every single bet I place. Yeah. But let's let, let's let's try and be realistic here. And like if on these kind of futures, if you can be you know a thirty to fifty percent guy, you're you're doing really well on these. Absolutely. And you're and you're hitting on the right on the right thing. So that being said, uh, I I was thinking like what I'm going to do here is I like I have three units, let's say, or, or five, let's say five units that yeah. I'm going to play on these three awards. Okay. okay? Uh, for the first one, for defensive really, player, you're really teaching us how to manage our bankroll with these. Features. Yeah, yeah, so it's I a little bit of money that. management. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> like, sharp here. Okay, go ahead. Yes. So I'm looking at taking a half unit each for defensive player of the year on this one. Okay. And I want to do half unit on Rudy Gobert and half unit on Giannis. I do think that Anthony Davis is probably going to win this award, as the odds reflect here. Yeah. But I do, th- but it's like, that's, there's no value in betting. There's on absolutely Davis. no value when you're laying three to one odds. Yeah. Like there's no value on that. So I think a half unit each here because like, I mean, Giannis, like with that wingspan, it is the most ridiculous thing on the planet. And he could just get hot, like going down the stretch and have a run where he has like five, five blocks, five steals and 10 games straight. And all of a sudden you really got to start thinking about him for this award. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you and he has uh, one of the best defensive ratings of any player in the league, if not the best at the right now. Um, I will say that I just think there's no, I think he's still the leader for the MVP and I, I just yeah. don't see them giving this him the defensive player there and the MVP. Yeah. I think they've only ever done that to Michael Jordan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, it never happens. So, so they're probably not going to do that. And that's why I kind of like, that's why I like pairing that in a half unit, half unit with Rudy Gobert, just because, you know, at, at three to one, that's some decent value. 
Uh, and uh, you got to love Now, Gobert uh, has won this award the last two yeah, years. I yeah, he's he won it two years in a row, exactly. Like, so that's why I, I personally, I, I feel like you're wasting money putting any on Gobert or Giannis because I, I just think there is, with Gobert, there's going to be some fatigue from all, you know, the, the sports writers, they pick this award. Uh, I think there's a lot of fatigue with his, Gobert's storyline. You know, it was it was nice when he wasn't like getting to the All Star game, and it felt like they were at least justifying him by giving him Defense Player of the Year. But now he's finally starting to get his comeuppance. Yeah, he he's yeah been, he's now recognized as a top fifteen guy in the league. Yeah, he's so. absolutely uh, he's absolutely been great. He's been as good this season as his last se- couple of seasons. But I think the storyline is just not there. Same with Giannis because he'll get the MVP. I definitely think that Anthony Davis is the favorite, but for that reason, I, if I'm going to sprinkle a little money around, I'm going to put it on Ben Simmons. Okay. So I, I was eyeballing that one myself. Cause that's, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Here's why. Um, it's a great story because a guard has not won this award since Gary Payton in 1996. And before that, you have to go back to Michael Jordan in 1988 yeah. So that's actually a pretty good storyline if you went with there. Um, say, Do you really consider him a guard, though, at, at, at his height and what his usual matchups are? Like He's not traditionally... Well, he can guard anybody, which is great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but So, so can he can guard in the perimeter and in... So you're right. He's not a traditional guard like Gary Payton. That's why I think he actually has more of a chance because it's been all centers and big men for the last few, you know, 20 years almost. Um, and Kawhi Leonard won two years in a row. Um, so, you know, he was guarding a lot of perimeter players and Draymond won it three years ago. He has a lot of, I mean, he's, he's kind of like a Ben Simmons in a way he can guard any position. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Draymond is one of like, cause Simmons, Draymond and, and Giannis, like they all kind of remind me of the same guy defensively in a way where yeah. one through five, I feel like they all kind of remind me of, they come from like the, if you're doing this, like a family tree, they come from the Rodman line. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and and Kawhi and Draymond, each one of those awards, they were leading the league in hustle plays. And that is really what Ben Simmons is doing right now. He's leading the league in deflections, loose ball recovered, steals. He's top 12 in defensive re- rebounds, which is great for well, a what perimeter was he in player. There, like, pl- plus 800? He's pl- uh, 17 to 1. Oh, wow. See, yeah, no, that that's great value there. So, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying he's going to win, but I could see a world where Embiid gets hurt again and Simmons is leading this team into the playoffs and just playing out of his mind defense. Because I do think defensive player of the year a lot of times, it's like gold gloves in baseball where it's kind of like a miscongeniality award. Yeah. For, for a certain guy. Like, it's like, it's not necessarily going to the best defensive player in the league all the time. A lot no. of times it's going it's, to a guy who's having a great season. That. Yeah. yeah, it's a guy who's having a great season, and it's a but he's not going to win MVP. So you give them this instead. Like, yeah, and even with Giannis not um, not winning the MVP, I think that Brook Lopez has surprisingly been one of the best rim protectors in the league. Yeah. Um, he's got the top in uh, defensive field goal percentage. And he is uh, second to Hassan Whiteside in blocks, which most people don't think of Lopez as a defensive player. Think of him more of an offensive center, but he's been out of his mind this season. Yeah, he's so, having a better year for this than DeAndre Jordan. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I, I, I just feel like um, 
yeah, Simmons has Embiid, but Embiid goes down again, and Simmons continues this stretch of defense. Make a great argument for him, especially at seventeen to one. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I like that a lot, but I think we both agree here that Dave, it's it's Davis is the lose right yeah, now. Yeah, Davis like, is the lose, but you know he could get. He's shown in the past he can go down with injury. Um, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of laying anything for futures. Yeah, there's way too many variables to to take that kind of risk sometimes, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not putting any kind of substantial money on futures. I, uh, I, I just put a, let's put a couple of dollars on it for fun, more or less. I did just take a uh, Dallas to win the Southwest at plus plus one sixty. Oh, all right. But I, I thought that was a sneaky little, uh, cause, and there it's the games in the, uh, standings. It's not that big of a difference right now. And yeah, well, the way Luca is, he could single-handedly carry them to several games in the second half. So. Yeah, we saw them really struggle when he went down, but uh, he seems like he's back to healthy, and so it's gonna be great when he comes and back. And speaking of, like, I, I should bring this up since we, just because we mentioned Dallas. I mentioned Dallas real quick. When you were in Vegas for Week One NFL, we were at the Venetian together. Yeah, and you you left to go to a meeting with Kramer. Yeah, uh, and I stayed behind at the bar, and then Mark Cuban showed up, and I got to talk to him for a couple of minutes. Oh, that's right. I forgot that you <laughs> met Mark Cuban. And uh, you didn't open with the same thing as you're going to tell OJ that you want to produce a podcast for him, did you? No, I gave him credit for uh, maybe creating podcast networks that's with right. podcast.com back in the day. Yeah. That's right. I'm he really was like, you know what? I never thought about it like that, but you're kind of right. We didn't have it like you could save the episodes, but we had our own original lineups. And yeah. So he could tell he could tell I wasn't some rube. Yeah, yeah. You gave him credit for something he never even thought to give himself credit for. So of course he's gonna stop and talk to you. I know how to talk to billionaires, bro. Yeah, you totally do. You totally do. That's the second one I've met out here. I met Vince McMahon here like twenty years ago. So And what'd you say to him? I said, dude, I'm a huge fan. He was like, Thank you, sir. And just walked by me. Oh, okay. Well <laughs> it sounds, like you've gotten, it sounds like you've gotten better at it then. Yeah, he's a huge dude, Vince McMahon. Like I'm I'm six three, two fifty. He's bigger than me. Wow, I didn't realize he was that big. <laughs> yeah, he's huge. Um, all right, let's uh, let's tackle Rookie of the Year real fast. What are you thinking? There's real, this is a two man award. It's a two man yeah. race. Yeah, and once again, like I don't like laying on these futures, and I like Zion here I, at plus two seventy five. I think it will, or we'll go over the odds here real quick for the listeners. Yeah, I mean, what I've got right now, you can shop around a little bit and find probably better odds than this, but Zion is sitting at plus two eighty eight right now. I saw. And uh, John Morant is at minus 375. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking at it like this, like I'm looking at it almost a coin toss, depending on which team closes out and, yeah. and gets that playoff spot that we're talking about. Well, if it's a, if it comes down to a coin toss like that, but the coin's that weighted, or one side pays a lot more. Yeah. Than the other. I mean, it's this is certainly like a unique year because usually the team record or team success doesn't really play much into how people vote for rookie of the year because usually the best rookies are on the worst teams just yeah, based on yeah. like who got to draft. Um, however, this year, these teams are both, you know, making runs to be playoff teams. And I, I, I think that the yeah, Zion sat up half the season, but overall his numbers could end up looking better than Moran's. Yeah. I think Moran's especially like, if he keeps this outside game up that we didn't like. We all thought, okay, he can get, he can develop it. Yeah, but he, he got there very quick. Like yeah. his upside's ridiculous. Like, yeah, um, I, I, you know what? When before Zion came back, I actually put a 
half a unit down on him at plus 800, and I'm glad I did. Oh, um, wow, that's a very nice play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still think he's, you know, a long shot with all the games he missed. We saw that with Embiid, his rookie season, when he sat out too many seasons, even though he looked like a monster. Um, Zion's a little bit different, and I don't know. I, I it, He just has so much press coverage. Um, I definitely, I put money on him. I think your waste... I mean, Jaw's probably going to win this, but at minus 375, that's just insane. Yeah, if I'm going to put a unit down, I'd rather get that plus 275 return than only getting uh, minus 375, you know? Yeah. Like, 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 that's kind of a no-brainer to me, just in terms of, like... Because I'm looking at overall value here to and take that as many times as possible, and I'll, I, I should do okay. I did want to highlight two guys that I saw on that list you sent me okay. for this. Yeah, uh, Kendrick Nunn at plus sixteen hundred, and Eric Pascal plus three thousand. Now we know neither of them have a chance. Yeah, <laughs> but but they're the only two guys from that list of the top odds guys that weren't lottery picks. Yeah, every other guy's a lottery pick where Nunn's undrafted. And Pascal's a second round pick. Yeah. And it's it's something to think about going forward, just in terms of like how these teams are organizing and building. Where we used to give no credit to a second round pick or anything. Well, look at a guy like Draymond Green. Malcolm Brogdon won the rookie of the year a couple years ago as yeah. a second round pick. First guy to do that since nineteen sixty five. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> we've certainly seen certain organizations be better at picking those diamonds in the rough. Like Miami has been great at that. Um San Antonio. San Antonio. Uh, clearly Milwaukee too. So yeah, um, I think that the smarter teams certainly value the second round draft picks more, and um, and you know even looking out for those undrafted players too. I mean, I neither of those guys have a ch- chance, but it's interesting to note that there's an undrafted guy and a second round guy getting a lot of more attention right now than top ten guys. No, I mean, that is interesting. That is actually interesting. It's been a, an interesting uh, year for rookies, to say the least. Absolutely. And it's one of the better rookie classes I've seen in a long time. Oh, for sure. I really enjoyed watching that Rising Stars game. I mean, almost any other year. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Any Almost any other year, R.J. Barrett is like a slam dunk for rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but but like like we said, look, we're not even – We it took it until now to bring him up in this segment. Because of his team having no chance at the playoffs, which, like you said, not normally brought up into the rookie of the year equation, but it looks like it's going to be a play a huge factor this year. Absolutely. Um, okay, so we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back with a conversation about most improved player of the year. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know the police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means the police dispatch up to 350% faster than a normal burger alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protective for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry motion and glass break centers guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24/7 by a live security professional. 
Go to simplysafe.com slash SGP today to get a free shipping on your order plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash SGP to save on home security today. S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash SGP. All right, Scott, what do you got for most improved player of the year? Well, first off, let's just say that this is a really weird one because there's not a real metric on this, right? No, no. And, and this is the hardest one to handicap. This is really difficult because, like, it, for defensive player of the year and rookie of the year, like for rookie of the year, it's kind of easy. Like, there's the, the the voting instructions are pretty simple on that one. Yeah. Defensive player of the year, it's a little more ambiguous, but this is really weird because, like, and to me, like, if I'm a voter in this, I got to think of like put myself in the voters in the voter shoes. Yeah. And if I'm going to vote on this. I'm thinking like guys like Luka Doncic, Brandon Ingram. I know they're both both plus two hundred favorites right now. They're right. leading the pack on, on our li- on the yeah. list I have here. But what they were also number two overall picks in the draft, I believe number three overall. Like, to me, you're starting. I'm expecting you at a certain level already. Yeah. So it's hard for me to like I'm judging you based on your draft position, or whatnot. Where it's easier for me to give it to a guy who was drafted 25th and showed a huge jump. Yeah. No, and I so, get that. Yeah, yeah. And that, like that's kind of where I'm coming from on it. Like, so the higher the draft pick, the less likely I want to vote for you for this because I'm expecting a certain like floor of production on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that being said, man, Luca is something else. Like, like, and well, he was amazing last year. But dude, like the guy is putting up like Michael Jordan level runs this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he went from uh, the far and away favorite for rookie of the year to being a legit. MVP candidate in the first half of the season before he got injured. Yeah. Um, So I will say that I think that this award is still the most up for grabs of the three awards we're talking about. Uh, We already talked about how Ja and Anthony Davis seem to have their awards kind of locked up. Um, But you could still get Luca at plus 200. I don't see – I wouldn't put any money on Brandon Ingram because I think the second half of the season he's going to be too much in Zion's shadow. Exactly. I, I totally agree there. Like, I, 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 I can see his numbers, his numbers coming down, uh, whereas Luca, there's no reason that he won't keep his numbers the same. If I'm going to go for a longer shot, you know, just based off also on what you're saying with the, the lower drafted guys, I really like Bam uh, at like plus – uh, 550 plus 650, depending on what you can get him at. I saw him at plus 700, bro. Yeah. And I, 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 that's who I like too. I like him and shy Gildas Alexander. Yeah. They're, I had them, they're both at 700 from what I saw. And like, man, that like, first off the way, like you're saying, I think you nailed it there with like Ingram's touches are going to go down. He's not, yeah. he's, his usage rate is going to go down big time. Whereas I think shy, uh, bam, like, those guys' usage rates, if not if not stay the same, they might increase as it goes forward the rest of the right. season. And since especially both teams weren't expected to be where they're contending right now right. going into this season, they were not supposed to be this good. Yeah, right. And so no. and you could say these two guys are the key guys for that. Oh, absolutely. On both teams. Absolutely. And so, like, like yeah, I, I, to me it's like that's easy for me. Like where if I'm going to like one unit each, please, at plus 700, and I think I'm going to hit one of those. Yeah, no, I, I would do the same. Um, I think that I like Bam uh, a little better than Shy, just because I think 
Batman Adebayo has been, you know, he made the all-star team. He has been getting more press. Won the um, skills con- the skills challenge was big for him Won the skills there. challenge, and he was the long shot coming into that. Um, I And I got, like, uh, Zach Lowe just wrote, like, a really big piece uh, about Batman Adebayo, uh, about him growing up poor in a North Carolina trailer park and, and just, like, how hard he works. Like, you know, they're saying he works harder than anybody else on that Miami Heat team. Um I just feel like that's the kind of press you need to get to get into the conversation of this I, I agree, man. Like he, he was my number one pick on this list, but I thought like him and Shy at the same price. It's like uh, if I'm gonna go with him, I might as well go with him at the same price because seven yeah. to one. If I do one unit, that's I'm, I'm cleaning up with one of those guys. Like, right, right, um, and and Ben, and they're both big hustle guys. I would say. Um, but yeah, they both play defense, and like that, yeah. that's huge in this kind of award because yeah, because like, like Pascal Siakam won it last year, Oladipo won it the year before, Giannis the year before that. The, there's it's, certainly it's that guys kind known of for like, effort, like yeah. it's effort guys that win this award. Effort guys for sure, for sure. And, and Jimmy Butler won it a few years back, so you, you can see those effort guys. So yeah, uh, I agree. okay, I would say that we're both going with Bam then, and and put you could put a unit on Shy too. Um, I think we've done a block. Yeah. <laughs> Led by a block. We both agree. Bam is the play there. But like but like we said, it's it's such an ambiguous thing where and I feel like a lot of these guys are gonna get like who gets the most hometown support from writers and whatnot. Yeah. And and and, and for that reason I could Miami's in a bigger market than yep. OKC, so I could definitely see Bam getting the leg up on that. But that's it. I mean, I, I definitely think Ingram's going to come down, but Luca is going to really have to falter, get injured. Something's going to have to happen for Adebayo to to vault ahead of him. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. But like I said, like to me, I had such a high expectation of Luca going in, even though he had like legit. Like if we can, yeah, but like, nobody uh, expected him to be this. Uh, we all had high expectations going in. Like, yeah, no one expected no, him to be this is, good. Like that's the thing is like if this was like uh like I play a lot of NBA two K twenty. If this was, uh, if he started off the year expected to be a 90 overall, he's a 99 now. <laughs> and so, like, in terms of overall rating, yeah, he's probably the most improved guy in the league. Um, okay, so, <laughs> no, I mean, that's very well said, very well said. <laughs> We're going to take our last break real fast, and then we will be back with Scott Bowser's tips to how to do Vegas. You love fantasy sports, don't you? Of course you do. You're the guy who who others come to when they need to pick their fantasy team or want the hottest tips on who to pick up off the waiver wire. You think about this stuff all the time. You're a damn savant wearing inside-out sweatpants right now, right? So... How come you're not playing Daily Fantasy on MonkeyKnifeFight.com? It's the fastest growing Daily Fantasy site on the planet. Why? Because it's pure awesomeness. At MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you're playing against the house. There are no sharks, no confusing interface, and no advanced degree needed from an engineering school to have a snowball's chance in hell of winning. Nope. Lots of people win all the time on monkeyknifefight.com. They've got some awesome b-ball, hockey, and golf action. So go to monkeyknifefight.com right now, sign up. New users sign up with promo code SGP and receive a $100 match up to $100. Just use promo code SGP at monkeyknifefight.com. Okay, we are back with Bowser's Vegas Tips. What do you got for me, buddy? Oh, baby. You know, uh... You know how I get down, man. Like we've uh, hung, we've hung out. I know enough. how you get down, but my <laughs> listeners don't. So tell me, tell okay. us how you get down. 
I mean, I, I, I'm known to imbibe a little. Yeah. Uh, You're imbibing like, right now as we're doing this podcast. Yeah. I, I'm on my second tall can in this tall podcast. I don't drink as much as I used to because I mean, I'm in my 40s now. Yeah, because that but would be I, impossible. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I still am able to get down and uh, I I'm, I think I'm a little more uh, well-rounded with it now. Okay. I'm able to, 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 to know what I'm doing now. Like, for example, when I was younger – I was all about like when I would come out to Las Vegas in my early 20s. Like I, I started coming out here when I was like 20 before I even turned 21. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have a fake ID, but I had a full beard and chest hair and no one questioned me. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> like so uh, I would love to try and go to as many places. Like, we want to go up and down the strip. Let's go here. Let's go there. Let's go there. Nah, guys, find one spot and settle in. Okay. Get good. Like or maybe two spots. Mm-hmm. Right. But like you're going to end up half your weekend here going from place to place instead of partying at places. Yeah. So you're saying, uh, find the spot that you're most comfortable, just set up shop, get to know the bartender, get to know the servers. Yeah. Like, yeah. And also you don't want to like have like, like, I mean, I imagine your listeners are sports book people as we are. Uh, there were, if you're not a sports book person, you're listening to this show, think about your life a little yeah, or whatever you're doing right. and right. get on board. Yeah, my, my mom doesn't even this. listen to this. So if you're listening to this and you don't gamble, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, but like, like, don't like place tickets up and down the strip and then you got to go back to all these places to cash them back in. Yeah, that's very well said. <laughs> like, yeah, bet all your money at the same sports book. Yeah, so what I like to do is and like get a rewards card there. Mm-hmm. Start getting your points. Like, find the sports book you like or sports book chain. Uh, personally, I use out here William Hill and uh, the Sam and the Boyd Gaming Corporation. I have both their apps. I use both because the William Hill is a more convenient app for me because I can walk to my local neighborhood bar to do deposits on my account. There you go. And the, but the Boyd one, I go to that casino more. Mm-hmm. Like that's my neighborhood. I hang out casino. So like I. And like, but the thing is, like, the more places you go to, the less points you're going to end up building up. So if you're the kind of person that comes here, let's say once a year for football, once a year for basketball, um, get like get that rewards card and go to the same place every year. Yeah. You know? And next thing you know, maybe once every five years, that trip's free. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, when I was there for football this season, I did my Westgate rewards card. And that's my plan to go back to for uh, for March Madness. Yeah, exactly. See, I, I remember actually waiting in line with you at the Westgate. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but yeah, that, I was actually, that was another thing I remember. Yeah. So yeah, get the rewards card, figure out that spot you want to post that. Get off and get off the strip. Yeah. Uh, the strip's overpriced. Like, look at, we're here to be degenerate gamblers. Mm-hmm. We're not here to wear silk shirts and go to fancy nightclubs and pay $50 cover charge to get in, right? Right. Like, that's, that's but not is, what we're... Is that what you think other people do is wear silk shirts still? Is this the I, 80s? I, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't been to a nightclub since my 20s. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. All right. And so, like, well, like, yeah, dude, I, as far as I'm concerned, they all have spiky hair. Listen to Ricky Martin yeah. wear silk shirts. Still, still listening... <laughs> Still wearing those Z Cavarici jeans. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like I, I'm, I want more of a Tommy Bahama lifestyle. My yeah, man. no. I I'm, mean, a, I'm a fat man in his forties. You should be a Tommy <laughs> Bahama model. I should. Like, I, I really, I have the gut for it now. Yeah, yeah, uh, I got the, I got the bald, bald patches, yeah. the, 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 the chest hair, everything. The gray beard. 
the gray beard. Yeah, God, I, I, I kind of, I was trying to tell my girlfriend this morning. I look like a young James Brolin, but who am I kidding? It's a, it's Tommy Bahama model or or bust. Dude. You look like James Brolin got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like if James Brolin partied like Josh Brolin. Yeah. <laughs> Very well put. Very well put. All right. So, so Mark, get the reward. Yeah, get off the ship. Get the same reward cards. Go to the same place. Uh, any place or, or you don't even have to go to the same place like for like, like I gotta say get off the strip so like Boyd Gaming is one of my favorite chains right okay they have dope spots all around the entire Vegas Valley so every trip you could do a different hotel mm-hmm. in a different part of town with different shit to do but you're still racking up the same points ah there you go there you go so like yeah find the chain you like because I really like Boyd I like station spots stations like during football season offer like dollar coronas in the book mm-hmm. and they i mean like you can't beat that like right, yeah i'm gonna get pissy drunk because on my drink also another thing is get shots with your drink tickets at the sports book okay beers are cheap beers beer specials are everywhere you know when you were last in town I, what did i tell you Hey, let's go to this liquor store. Let's get a couple tall cans here because yeah. these are ten times cheaper than going in and getting them at the casino. Yeah, which I thought was genius. So we went to a, a little convenience store. We got a couple of tall boys. We just walked around the strip and looked at weird people, got drunk, and uh, yeah, went and used our ticket, our drink tickets for other things. Exactly. So yeah, use that for like a Jameson shot, and then get your tall cans at the convenience store. Yeah, save a boatload of money that way. And if you're staying in a place for a weekend, get that ice chest going in there. Maybe if you're flying in from town, like I would come from LA usually, so I'd bring an ice chest with me. But if you're flying in, get right there by MacArthur uh, McCarran Airport. There's like a little convenience store off the road, like, and you can buy the styrofoam ice chest for your hotel hotel oh, right yeah. there. You know, like plan ahead because then you then you got your beers that you're you're bringing back down or your fresh cocktails. Like, very smart move. Also, if you're a daily fantasy guy, this is one thing I really miss from moving here from California is daily fantasy. I can't play here. Oh yeah, right. Like and like I tried for Super Bowl. I tried to get a lineup in for uh, for DraftKings and have my brother place it from California while mm. I checked it here. But since I had logged in here, they're like, no, you've already logged in Nevada this morning. Oh, now, you're really? logging, now your GPS is logging you in from Orange County, California. <laughs> you're not, you're not wow, this. <laughs> they really, like they have the technology to really catch that. Yeah, so like and like with, I've done my research on this. It's not illegal in Nevada, right? Mm-hmm. It's that all these companies don't want to apply for Nevada gaming licenses. Okay, so that's more what it is. Like they don't because like, like the, I mean it's not it's hard to get a Nevada. Had a gaming license, like for something like this, yeah, like, I can imagine. and they don't want to be regulated the same way like William Hill, Nevada is mm-hmm. for like, so, so that's the reason why. So make sure you get that daily fantasy lineup in locked and loaded before you come out here for the weekend. Great. Great advice. But, and another thing is, uh, the neighborhood bars. Okay. Like almost every strip mall around here has a bar in it. So like right across mm-hmm. the street from me, I have the West cliff station. Just down the street, the other way, I have the end zone. Mm-hmm. All these places have video poker. They're 24 hours, seven days a week, and they all have killer food menus. And you can find, like, all like what do you like? Do you want to do the New Orleans-style bar? Like, I have an Australian bar right up the street. I have a Texas Roadhouse down the street. You know, like, yeah. 
there's the Irish pub down the street. There's the Italian. You can go grill around the world without leaving Vegas. Without leaving Las Vegas, you know. I, there's the Maryland Crab Shack. Anything I want to do, there's literally within two miles of my house. And like, like, so find those kind of places. Like, hey, you're a big Ravens fan, let's say. Fine, go to the Maryland Crab House to watch that game. Mm-hmm. Don't think you have to watch it at the sports. I mean, I do love watching the shit on the sports book and whatnot. Yeah. But if you're looking for a different experience, like. There's a Chicago bar. There's a Philly bar. There's a New York bar. You name a city, someone from there has has recreated their favorite hometown pub here. Yeah. And so find these places and, and get a little local culture. It's fun. I think that's great. I think that's great. All right, good. Where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, both at Scott underscore Bowser. And if you uh, are so inclined, check out my sketch comedy album. Uh, it is for sale on iTunes and Amazon and all that, but you can listen for free on Spotify and YouTube. It is called the misadventures of frequency Four, and Sean green and Cornell Reed, Paul Danke, a lot of friends came in and did voices on it. And it's a very silly, fun thing I made with my friend Alex and I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, it's very funny. You guys will love it. Uh, okay. Thanks so much, Scott. And, uh, we'll see you in Vegas next month. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has arrived on Disney Plus. The world is upside down. We can't lose this fight, Bucky. If we do this, we're gonna do it our own way. Experience the six-episode event. Work partners, co-workers, not necessarily the team. No. We look damn good. Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, now streaming only on Disney+.